This is a Suno India production. You can now listen to all our episodes on our Android app. Download it now from Google Play Store. In August 2022, the Network Contagion Research Institute and Rutgers University released a report saying that they have detected a community on Twitter that is promoting self-harm. These tweets have graphic photos with bloody depictions of self-harm. And even as of September 10th, when I last checked Twitter, hashtag suicide brings up some gory images of self-harm. I do not want to get into the details because these are exactly the kind of details that can cause harm. A detailed description of the method of suicide can increase the likelihood of a vulnerable person copying the act. And this is part of the World Health Organization's guidelines for media persons to help prevent suicide. Hi, I'm Menaka Rao, the host of this episode of Suno India Show. September 10th was World Suicide Prevention Day. I speak with Shagufta Kamran, Director of Public Policy and Government at Twitter India. She has over 12 years of experience in government affairs, public policy, advocacy and strategic planning. I spoke to her about Twitter's policy related to such problematic content and what measures are being taken to address harmful content including cyberbullying, targeted harassment and also what they were doing using their platform to help prevent suicide in the country. Hi Shagufta, thank you for speaking with us. What is Twitter doing for tackling bullying, trolling of, you know, outspoken women and, you know, other people, you know, like say men, influencers, activists? What steps do you take for these kind of repeat offenders in violating the community guidelines? Thanks, Manika. First and foremost, wonderful meeting you. And uh, in terms of the question that you asked, Um, I think it's very important to first understand that Twitter is a place where people make human connections. We have clear rules in place uh, to address abuse and harassment and hateful conduct. And uh, we do take action when it comes to such content in line with our range of enforcement options. Uh, You know, just to give you an example of our enforcement of abusive behavior policy, Our last global Twitter transparency report that actually covers the period of July uh, to December 2021 uh, highlights the action taken on 940,679 accounts. And when you compare this with the last reporting period, you'd notice that this is a 10% decrease uh, from the overall uh, reporting trends and as well as an 11% decrease in the accounts that were reported. Uh, And what this actually tells you is that this is a direct response in uh, both our tightened rules and enforcement and also the power of our human review systems to detect such behavior in line with machine learning. Uh, Also, you know, overall, uh, when we look at our enforcement uh, globally, we today more than 50 percent of abusive content that's enforced on our service is actually surfaced proactively for human review rather than relying on reports from people on our service. And this actually reduces the burden on them for always having to report. Uh, You know, also, just to give you an example, how our hateful conduct policy is constantly revised and takes the feedback of our users as well as expert members. 
uh, into account, we recently added the word caste and broadened it to include race and ethnicities. Uh, and these are just some examples to sort of, you know, reiterate how our policies are constantly evolving and how we continue to collaborate with our experts uh, and the larger public who uses Twitter. Uh, to your question around repeat offenders, uh, you know, what we do, uh, like I started by saying that, you know, we do take, take action in line with our enforcement policies. And we may suspend an account if it has been reported to us as violating our policies around abuse. Uh, when an account engages in abusive behavior, like sending threats to somebody or impersonating a, other accounts, we may suspend it temporarily or in some cases even permanently, depending upon the behavior. There are scores of instances of scary levels of Twitter trolling. I'll give you one example. Independent journalist Shrishti Jaswal was trolled online viciously after she made a tweet on a movie in 2020. She and her colleague investigated the group that trolled her called Hindu IT Cell and published a story in News Laundry. We interviewed her in 2021. Outspoken Dalits and other minorities faced vicious attacks online including doxing meaning to search and publish identifiable information about the person on the internet. Several studies have shown that cyber violence is all pervasive, especially against women and minorities. For example, a non-profit IT for Change came out with a report in 2019 on young women's experiences of online violence in South India. The report showed that about three-fourths of the respondent women were victims of gender trolling. The report concluded that most of the victims of gender trolling would choose to adjust to the culture of cyber violence than seek support. Another report by Amnesty International shows that the abuse experienced by Indian women politicians on Twitter was extraordinarily high, turning it into a battlefield. The next question I wanted to ask you was about, you know, this hashtag self-harm that was doing the rounds in the US. What kind of mechanisms do you have uh, in handling, you know, such worrying hashtags, you know, particularly keeping in mind that, you know, that September 10th would be, you know, World Suicide Prevention Day. Right. Uh, so I think, of course, uh, irrespective of, um, you know, any particular occasion, uh, the safety of the people who use our service is our priority. And we are committed to building a safer internet and improving the overall health of the public conversation on our platform. Uh at Twitter, we do recognize that suicide and self-harm are significant social and public health challenges and also recognize the need to actually protect people from the kind of harm that it may carry or, uh, you know, by exposure to such content that could promote or encourage self-harm intentionally or, you know, even inadvertently. And that's why our policy specifically prohibits content that promotes or encourages self-harming behaviors and actually provides support to those undergoing experiences with self-harm or suicidal thoughts. So it's one is at the policy level, and the other is also in terms of the support services that are provided. Uh, the other aspect is that under this policy, uh, you can't promote or otherwise encourage suicide or self-harm. We define promotion and encouragement to include statements such as the most effective, the easiest, the best, most successful, you should, uh, why don't you, etc. And violations of this policy can occur via tweets, images, or videos, and including live video. Uh, so that's how we will define this content and accordingly take action on it. 
the use of some hashtags such as hashtag self harm went up by 500% over the past 11 months according to the report by network contagion research institute and rutgers university this despite twitter being alerted about the presence of their hashtags and their algorithms pushing it i mentioned the same report in the beginning of the episode when you say support service what do you exactly mean uh so i think one is that you know uh, when it comes to uh, suicide uh, and self harm we have a dedicated reporting form for people threatening suicide or self harm and there is a specialized team who reviews these reports uh we will provide available online and hotline resources and encourage them to seek help we also provide information on our help center uh both for people who may be experiencing thoughts of suicide and self harm and for people who are concerned about others to uh, on twitter and you know this is in fact uh, the search prompts that we have built uh, is also an example of this so today for instance if anybody types the term suicide or related keywords uh, on the search prompt what will happen is they will be uh, promptly uh, directed to a search prompt which directs them to the first would be a twitter handle of meme hands and the second would be a list of uh, suicide uh, prevention uh, helplines from different organizations so the idea is that anyone who is in such situations of distress has access to authoritative information from credible sources and is easily able to access those the network contagion and rutgers university report talks about how hashtags related to self harm are against twitter's policy and that twitter says that they would take action against the tweets that violate the rules on suicide and self harm but the report mentions that since twitter relies on its community to enforce policy the community is mostly focused on political concerns whereas self harm content is often celebrated by the members who consume the content and less likely to be reported and this may explain why some content may slip through the cracks right so i mean uh, continuing sort of this question itself like uh, does twitter also has some kind of measure to ensure you know that who guidelines for media for media organizations media persons on suicide prevention is followed like say for instance trigger warnings as you said you know in messages that contain suicide for instance like say there are a lot of these tweets from uh, on news reports etc which says commit suicide so you know like um, like someone was suggesting to me that you know maybe if something says commit suicide you know you immediately block it or something like that uh, you know do you have like any measures which can be sort of fed into the algorithm that can help uh, that can help like reduce messages like wrong messages related to suicide so sure. so i think manika uh, you know just uh, repeating what i said earlier one is that when we talk about our self harm uh, policy we define promotion and encouragement to include statements and exactly uh, you know what you refer to as keywords such as you know this is the easiest way the best the most successful you should why don't you and violations of this policy can occur through tweets images or videos etc and that's exactly what we are referring to so such content when uh, this is not allowed as per our policies the other is as of course you know what i also spoke about that we have a dedicated reporting form for people who uh, threaten uh, suicide or self harm and there is a dedicated special team which reviews this content uh, for the uh, of course you know the real time open uh, nature of twitter presents us with an opportunity to support those at risk 
through awareness raising and providing access and support to those who are suffering and connect them with organizations who can help i have personally seen so many messages which are like like say commit suicide is such a common term that is used online like i mean i'm not sure uh, it's completely sort of uh, taken care of so to speak like you know i uh, can you tell me exactly like apart from the messages uh, uh, that are passed on whenever you see the word suicide to the person uh, can you give me the nitty gritties of how this works really so that i have an idea about what you're talking about so if i can just you know if you look at the search term that has been developed in india as well as an example you know the words or hashtags that it will uh, promptly pick up on include exactly what you just said hashtag commit suicide it will pick up words such as hashtag end life hashtag how to hang myself uh, hashtag how to hang yourself uh, hashtag suicidal painless death etc and similarly there are keywords in hindi like atmahatya uh, karna you know dard hit maut and when you search for such terms what will happen is immediately rather than anything else the first thing that you will see on uh, the your timeline would be a prompt which will first take you to the nimhan's twitter handle uh, which contains their details in terms of how can you reach out for support and the second thing that you will see is a list of uh, suicide prevention helplines and these are all expert organizations who have been working in the space of mental health they actually in their bios most of them have a detailed helpline number they also provide details of uh, you know the support that they are able to provide in what languages uh, what are their working hours so essentially the idea being that when somebody is in this kind of distress either themselves or you know somebody is experiencing it for others they are able to immediately reach out to all these expert organizations and resources for that kind of help so basically if i search for these terms only then i will get the help what i meant is that the twitter prevent uh sort of any of these messages from going out is what i was asking it's a two faced action one is of course in terms of when people are searching for this and the other is when such content gets reported uh to us uh, that's when it will get actioned and you know i've already uh, spoken about uh, how our policy prohibits uh, uh, certain terms and usage and that's where this content will accordingly get picked up and get actioned but i guess i mean it doesn't prevent all of it because i do see at least particularly news i mean particularly we saw that in sushant singh rathod etc like lot of wrong messages were going out there are some limitations to this i mean uh, i'm sure see there will always uh, there's never a 100% you know full proof uh, solution to anything there will always be room for improvement uh, but we of course continue to and i think that's exactly why we encourage our users uh, to report when they find content uh which is problematic uh and uh, i think that's one of the reasons uh the other thing is also about you know uh, through our own efforts many a times what we've uh, seen is that there may be coordinated attacks or, or coordinated attempts to drive conversations on a particular point uh which we call uh, you know platform manipulation when these are not actually organic conversations and are deliberately being uh you know they are as the term says manipulated uh and they are meant to spam uh people and that's exactly what will also get filtered out or actioned under our platform manipulation policies so i'd say the policy enforcement happens across different uh, angles so one is the self harm policies itself there are platform manipulation and spam policies uh there is of course proactive product interventions uh, that we've done 
And uh, yes, so those are the solutions that we have, but there will always be room to do more and be committed to, you know, making this a safer space for everyone. We'll get, get on to, you know, what your partnership with Nimhans. What I was curious about was that, did you all identify any kind of trends uh, on the service, particularly in relation to suicide, you know, that led you to partner with Nimhans? Like, was there something in particular that was bothering you all or is it something that you all are doing or is it something that you all are doing anyway across the world? So I think it's one is that at Twitter, we recognize that suicide and self-harm are significant social and public health challenges. And these are challenges that require collaboration between all stakeholders, public, private and civil society. Um, now, in terms of the data points, you know, if you look at what the National Crime Records Bureau uh, from the period of 2019 to 21. Uh, they say that, uh, you know, more than 17.56 lakh women ended their life. So it is indeed a serious problem even in um, India. And from that perspective, when it comes to mental health resources and expertise, who better than Nimhans, which is really the most expert and well-renowned organization in this area. And uh, it was with these sort of objectives that we launched the uh, search prompt and uh, the purpose was to prevent suicide and self-harm during the ongoing pandemic at the time. And with this, you know, continue to partner with more mental health organizations uh, and bring them into the fold of uh, how they can provide help and support. Um, and, you know, like I said, when you will do this search prompt, uh, when you actually go through this, one is Nimhans, which is the core and lead partner organization, but you'll also find a range of other organizations, and these are organizations across the country who are offering support for suicide prevention across different languages. Uh, and that's what this has really been uh, in terms of an initiative to actually make sure that we can all collectively come together and uh, make this resolve towards suicide prevention. What kind of partnerships does Twitter have with the suicide prevention helplines? So I think just to give you an example, uh, you know, even this year itself, and uh, with uh, you already find a lot of content uh, live on the service, but uh, we're partnering with a couple of organizations, including Fortis Mental Health, uh, the Live Love Laugh Foundation, uh, Empower Minds, uh, Center for Mental Health Law and Policy, and of course, Nimhans. Uh, and the idea behind these partnerships is to continue to raise awareness on suicide prevention. Uh, we've actually, you know, for India itself, you'll find a couple of hashtags that have been customized, uh, which are going to be looking at raising awareness. So, for instance, you'll find uh, hashtags such as every second counts. Uh, there is going to be a hashtag uh, which states hashtag suno dekho kaho. There is creating hope through action. There is also about responsible media. So there is a hashtag around media for suicide prevention. Uh, and that's really the, uh, you know, partnerships that we are looking at, that how can we build more conversations that, uh, you know, reiterate and establish the fact that there are alternatives, there are better, uh, you know, I mean, there is hope. Uh, there, through this content, you'd find a lot of videos, lots of messages, lots of powerful uh, real experiences of people coming together wherein you know you'd find some who have actually attempted uh, suicide and then later on felt that this is not the right thing they have changed course and have realized that there's more to life uh, similarly it will uh, you know through those partnerships there will also be experiences about people who have lived with close ones who've either you know they've lost somebody uh, to suicide 
or have had personal experiences of dealing with somebody uh, who was thinking of uh, you know such on similar lines but eventually uh, made the decision to continue with life and look at positive and other outlets available uh, so i think it's going to be a lot more focused around awareness generation and that's really where our efforts lie when it comes to partnerships so thanks a lot uh, for joining us on this Thank you for listening to this episode. You can now listen to all our episodes on our Android app. Download it now from Google Play Store.